will start a trend. Everybody leave a little note for somebody else. I love it. I love it. We could be trendsetters. Yes, you already were. Another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you groove solo, maybe want to tap a toe. Just another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you groove solo, maybe want to tap a toe. Woo! Welcome to Polkcast, Polk State College's official podcast. I'm your host, Madison Fantosi. And I'm your co-host, Leah Bartholomew. Today's guest is well acquainted with Polk State College. Nikki Smith, founder of ASAP Prince, received her Associate in Arts degree from Polk State in 1991. ASAP Prince is a commercial print shop located in Winter Haven and has been listed as one of the top 50 women-owned businesses by the Tampa Bay Business Journal. ASAP has also received the Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce's Small Business of the Year Award and several other accolades. Nikki was awarded the Polk State Distinguished Alumna Award in spring of 2019 and says it was a moment to be cherished forever. As a business leader, creative consultant, and philanthropist, Nikki and her husband, Ed, continuously give back to the community. Over the past few years, ASAP has given more than $30,000 in scholarships to the Polk State Foundation. They believe in the power of education and investing in helping others. When not designing out-of-the-box art for clients, Nikki spends her time reading, traveling, and checking out the newest technology gadgets. Welcome to Pullcast, Nikki. Thank you. I'm so excited and nervous, but more excited than nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. <laughs> well, you're no stranger to campus, but what does it feel like to be back here today? You know, I was thinking about that, and it feels like it's comforting because the buildings and everything are the same, but at the same point, it's everything is so different. When you look inside these buildings, when I was here back when you said it was way back then, there was not even technology for a cell phone. And so now you look at people, they have iPhones and laptops and iPads and all of this technology even within the buildings, and it is so different. So I'm very much happy to be here and on campus and looking around. Really cool. Do you have any memories being back on campus from when you were here? Yes. So I've seen some chairs and different things outside. And I remember specifically being in band at Polk State. In fact, that's how I ended up getting to Polk State is they offered me a scholarship so that I could afford to go here. In return, I played in the band. So, you know, being in the fine arts auditorium, we would play there, we would play outside. And it wasn't a big band, but it was our own little group and family. So that memory came back right away. Did you play the flute Lake Lizzo? I did play the flute. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You set the trend. I, well, I don't know if I was a trendsetter then, but um, I went to Winter Haven High School and was in the band there. So. Awesome. Well, share with us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and what led you to Polk State. You got it. So I was born in Seoul, Korea, and I spent the first year of my life um, in an orphanage there. And then thankfully, I was adopted uh, by a family. So I moved to um, Florida when I was five and was grew up, lived in Winter Haven, went to Winter Haven High School. And then I came here to Polk State College. I know you said you were one, but do you have any memories of back then or do you have any photos or anything from your past? crazy story. I do have, I have zero memories. Mm -hmm. If I did have a memory from when I was one, I need to go and get a book of world records. Right. But <laughs> I, so I don't have any memories, but I do have a photo. Um, and it's me in this little baby carrier and I have a little number on me. And I've gone back and um, volunteered with the organization that helped me get to America. The craziest thing is I met this woman there who was born 
one day after me from the same orphanage because we were volunteering. And I was like, kind of just looking at her like, I'm, are you my twin? What's that word they call it when everybody has a twin? Right. Um, um, your doppelganger. Doppelganger. Yeah. She was not, but it still was pretty cool. That's great. Wow. Do you know anything about your history or anything, who your parents were or why you were I don't. There? I don't. Yeah. yeah. You figure to end up, you know, as a little baby in an orphanage, that kind of says the history's kind of gone. Right. Um, so I just kind of look forward and I'm just so thankful. That is awesome. So what was it like growing up here? You know, you mentioned that you went to Winter Haven High School and then you came here to Polk State. What was your experience like? It was perfect for me, right? Everybody has different desires and thoughts on what they want to do in life and what they want their education goals to be. But for me, when my time here on campus, I was a wife, I was a mom, I was working and trying to take these classes in business. And at that time, I wanted to get my AA in accounting. That was a challenge, right? I was a flute player in the band, not necessarily an economics and accounting kind of person. My brain didn't necessarily work that way. So to be able to finish and achieve it and get my associate's degree was perfect. It was exactly what I needed. Wow. Wow. So you were a wife and a mom. Yes. When you were going to college here. And working. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. So was there a gap between high school? No. And here, you married early. Yeah. You yeah. were like, this is Well, I got married here. Well, you know, because I was here for two years. Might have oh, been gosh. two and a half. I might have been on that two and a half little bit stretched out plan. Um, but yeah, so during that t time of life, that's what, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But that actually represents a lot of our students. I mean, most of our students are coming here part time and because yep. they're working, they yep. have families. Um, I think your story speaks to a lot of the situations that our students find themselves in. So, yeah. I do. I think that's what the, at that time it was community college. Now, of course, it's state college. Um, but I think that that little niche, um, really, really is appealing and very, very important in our community, right? Because not everybody has the desire to go off to college or the financial means to go. So for me, music got me here. Sports gets people to school sometimes um, by what, you know, and then foundation. Scholarships are available, so. Awesome. So what inspired you to open ASAP Prince? I, after college, I, started working for another company. And, and even while I was in college, I was working for a company and that industry just kind of completely went extinct. It's like, you know, technology changed. And so that industry I was in went away. And so I started working for a printing company. I did that for a couple years and it just wasn't a good fit. And I decided, cause I, I'm ambitious. I'm kind of a little more um, spunky and I wanted to do something more than just be a print salesman. So I started the company, I took a $5,000 loan from the bank, started the company in our home and figured, you know what? I have almost nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I wanted it to be based on excellent customer service and just really um, trending technology and just a whole lot more than just print on paper. And so what was that feeling like at first, starting a business from scratch? It was scary as the day is long, right? So I think by that time there was, uh, so as my husband, myself, and now we've had, we had two kids by that time. And he, I think my husband was working, he was doing politics, which you, everybody knows how the, um, what a co roller coaster ride that could be. He was politicking? Yeah, right. Exactly. Thankfully he was not the politician. He was working for one, but it's still a lot of hard work and a lot of hours, but I was nervous, right? We were a dual family income. You, you quit your job 
and you think that you got the gumption to make a self business run uh, and work, and all of a sudden you've taken a lot of responsibility on your hands and a lot of grocery money. So I was scared. What year did you start ASAP? I think in your house. I think it was 2001. Okay. Yeah. So how long did it take to get from your house to where you are now? Lots of moving. It was an ongoing joke that every year that Nikki would move us, right? And as we grew, um, I think at one point there were four people working inside my house and I had a little office room and I would just work all the time, right? I'd get up, I'd go stuff some food in my face and come back and sit down and work some more. I'd go take a shower and sit in my pajamas and work some more and then people would show up. Finally, we were like, okay, hey, home is home. We gotta find some balance. Let's get all these people out and move. So that was probably year two or three. We've been in four different offices on Central Avenue here in Winter Haven. Then we moved out to an office in Wrecker Highway. And then I think it was about four or five years ago, we bought the building on Havendale Boulevard. And the joke got to stop that I moved us every year. Now we are, we are all set. 7,500 square foot, there's nine of us, and there we live. It is really impressive to go from one, your house, to the building that you have now. And as a graphic designer, I'm so excited going into your building. It's so fun. It's like a Google office almost. There's like all this fun stuff. Everybody gets to bring their dogs to work, which is very cool and very fun. And on top of that, it's beautiful. There's so many aesthetically pleasing things in there, all that you've made. So, and your equipment's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about your shop and some of the items that you guys have made in there and some of the really cool printers that you have that you're the most excited about? Yes, as soon as I get past the excitement of dogs in the workplace. Yes. Yes, okay, I do. Thank you for mentioning that because I do love having dogs there. I think it's so fun. And, you know, we love our furry friends, so why not let them come with us, and, you know, and, and the only rule we have is that they can't bark. And thankfully, none of our little friends have barked. They're not barkers, uh, unless you're the UPS man. Then, then everybody gets to bark at the they UPS get a pass. Man. They yeah. get a pass. Yeah. So what are all the furry employee names? Okay, so we have a McAllen. We have a Max. And recently we've had a little visitor, Dexter Puppy. So, yes. And sometimes, um, I can't remember the other one's name. Shoot. Sorry. He must be OPS worker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Some of the equipment and things that we have, our core competency is we print on paper. That's what we do. You guys know, because we get to print with you guys and for the college and any papers and pair of, uh, pamphlets that students get or like maybe a postcard that, you know, somebody on the list would get. We have good probability. We printed it. The fun and creative stuff we've done are signs and window graphics and um, wall murals. We love taking a wall that somebody says, hey, we have no creative idea. What do you envision on that wall and coming up with something unique? We ask, it starts with, hey, what's your budget? You know, what are the parameters? Does it need to be interactive? Is it going to be long term? outdoor, indoor, all of these kinds of questions, and then we'll create space. And we try to keep a little bit of every project we do and put it in our building, so that way when people do come by to visit, it kind of can spark an idea or um, you know, give, give them, get their imagination going. It is very cool, and it also smells so good because you have all those nice glossy papers. It smells like a beautiful new book every time you walk in. It does. It kind of smells like the library, like we're in now. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Is there anywhere locally where someone can go or where listeners can go and see some of your work out in the real world? 
Yes. Okay. So, and see, listeners here would probably be what Winter Haven and Lakeland. Mm -hmm. In Winter Haven, just about any place around will have something. Um, if I started, obviously Polk does. Um, the MLK Park down at Lake Silver, they we did a they needed a timeline and a little bit of graphic about the park obviously outside long term. And we didn't want it to be one of those static displays. So we created a cool shape, lots of vibrant colors, and it gives the history of Winter Haven. That's outdoor, so anybody can go anytime. Um, everything from coffee shop to li the library. Um, in Lakeland specifically, because we've just had hurricane season, um, Hurricane Hunters, NOAA, has a huge warehouse in Lakeland. And when they moved in, it's a like a 12 ha airplane hangar. It's huge. And all of their facilities and all of the data comes straight out of Lakeland. We did a wall mural, uh, logo graphics, door signage. Um, and now to answer your question, though, I'm sorry about that. That's probably not a place you can go in and visit. <laughs> sorry. Well, the Winter Haven example was a good one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably Here's not. somewhere you can't go. Yeah, yeah, it's the Super Bowl. But that's really cool that you did work for them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but what does your job specifically entail and what's your fa what are your favorite aspects of it? Specifically, I would say a lot of customer service, a lot. Um, obviously, leadership for, some, for our team and design. So I might not do the day-to-day, -day, hey, sit down, we're going to click the mouse and, and do that, but I do get to participate in the overall, hey, let's talk about it, let's do a think tank session. Uh, and then the other side of that would be leadership. I think being able to identify what each of the teammates need to be the most successful at the job that they do. That would, to me, would be a really key part of leadership. They're not all the same, but somehow we have to be able to work with them, work with each other, and become very successful together. Awesome. Well, you kind of touched on this already, but how does your job and Polk State cross paths? Yeah. Through ASAP's success, I've been given the opportunity to serve on several different boards. And one of them right now is I'm the vice president of the Polk State Alumni Board. Um, and so that is path crossing number one, I would say. The I am the vice president. Would everybody please rise? <laughs> um, so that I really am passionate about that. I really would like to get more alumni involved and create avenues where they can see what's going on in the college. So if you're an alumni, this is my shameless plug. Please reach out. Let's get involved. Come to a basketball game. Come to any kind of sporting events, whatever you want. Just let's let's connect. The other way that um, ASAP connects with Polk State and me personally is through printing. We are a um, valued vendor for the college, and I love being called and asked to participate in, you know, in printing stuff for you guys. I also often call you crying because projects are difficult and I screw up. <laughs> no, that I appreciate is not that you're always like, you're gonna get through. It's almost Friday. That's <laughs> right, and we call it Friday. You're my emotional support printer. Well, thank you. Love it. <laughs> so, how did Polk State provide you with a foundation to get where you are today? I'm gonna say perseverance. Right. So kind of like what I touched on a few minutes ago about, you know, all the different things that we I had to juggle. Polk State, the professors were encouraging. It gave me an avenue where I could actually get my education without the pressure to 
I, I, don't, I don't even know what pressure it would be, but just the overall you know, education pressure of classes. And I think professors were understanding this was not foreign to them, right? You're juggling so many things, but then the encouragement to, hey, let's finish. You can do this. You got this. Let's finish up. Let's finish up. That one-to-one ratio of them speaking into my life what was important. Awesome. And so what inspires you to give back to the college? I believe that had I not persevered and finished my degree, I probably would have started a path to not finish lots of things in life. But because I stuck with it, because of the encouragement, I believe that that started sending, setting the trend and laid the foundation to start becoming an entrepreneur. I want to give back to the college because I want everybody to be able to experience that. You know, nowadays in our county and our demographic, we have students that are, um, you know, they, we, they could be single parents. They could be, you know, taking care of their parents or their grandparents. They, they're multi-generational living. It's not as easy as, hey, I'm just going to go to class, go home, study and sleep and repeat. There's a lot of things involved. I want to give back because I want all of them to be able to persevere and finish and get their degree and get that sense of accomplishment. Well, and so Polk State's business program is our second largest program apart from our associate in arts degree. And so as an accomplished business owner and an entrepreneur, what advice do you have for our business students? Get the bachelor's degree. That's so cool. When I heard it, I was like, what? That is so fabulous. I mean, that's that's what took it what from community college to state college, mm -hmm. uh, being able to have that bachelor's degree. I think it's important. I think it's awesome. The If you are going into a um, corporate world, that bachelor's degree can help you stand out amongst those that don't have it. Again, it also goes to um, giving you more knowledge and insights and in how to deal with people in the workplace. So as an accomplished business owner, what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs and business leaders? The business leaders one was is, is interesting. I would say that as a leader, it is your job to identify and help equip people to work with you. And notice I didn't say for you, right? Just because you lead doesn't mean that people have to work for you. You're leading. It's funny, I, I say you need to educate, you need to equip, and then you need to launch. You need to launch your team into the areas that they're gonna be successful and let them go. If there's an event, uh, an event that's like a hiccup or a little bump in the road, which there will be if you're a leader in anything you do, you just need to address it and then move on. But the biggest thing is to celebrate every win, right? The wins tend to get brushed under the carpet. The wins are just the expected norm. But if you celebrate everything, whatever it is, whether it's a birthday, whether it's, hey, you got a compliment from a client or you just did a really outstanding job that day, celebrate it. That way, when the bumps and hiccups do come along, they're easily, easily addressed. I also would say leaders need to have the courage to understand that sometimes people need to find their happiness elsewhere. And as a leader, it might be your job to help them move on. So celebrating, is it red wine, white wine, or beer? That is a great question. And I'm going to go with D, all of the above. <laughs> Perfect answer. See, and if, and if Scantron tests still exist, I would be bubbling in D. If that doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, then that tells you how long it's been since I've been in college. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You don't know what a scantron is? Okay, a scantron is like when you were, or when somebody was in school somewhere that's listening, they know like you bubble it, like when you vote, you bubble oh, okay. in an oval. I was homeschooled. 
Oh. Oh, guys. That, that makes sounds a lot worse. of sense now. <laughs> okay, a voting thing where it goes, I got you. And it now gets scanned. Scanned. Yeah, I was like, Tron, yeah. I was very confused. Yeah, okay. number two lead pencil. Well, like the SAT is probably in the ACE. Surely those still have to oh, use that. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, those were in a book, though. So maybe yeah. you were. I don't know. When I was in college, you had to go to the bookstore and buy your own Scantrons. Wow. And if you would show up to class without them, you couldn't take the test and the professor would make you leave. I've never heard the word yeah. Scantron. Scantron or a blue book. Yeah, and a blue book. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now wait, what's a blue book? They're kind of like Scantrons, but they also have room for like short response answers or essays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you can buy them at your local bookstore for the low price of $250. Right. Expensive. Luckily now everything's online. I mean, I prefer physical things, but I mean, our students probably don't know what a Scantron is at this point either. That's true. That's true. So (laughs) physical things, would you rather read a book or would you rather read a Kindle? Oh, book 100%. I've never touched a Kindle. Book 1000%. Plus... We look at the computer all day long. Yeah. Like to actually physically be able to hold something and read is just so, and the smell of the paper, you know how I am about that. <laughs> and I love to put it on my coffee table. Yes. Oh, do you, yes. Have a, you have a book stand then. I do. Okay. I have yes. one on every nightstand. They go on the books. They go on the shelves. Madison doesn't even table. read. I know I don't. That was so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't read a book in a really long you time. Haven't? But if it has a cute cover. <laughs> hey, so that might be my note. My, that's going to be my unsolicited advice to you. Read. I love to read. I mean, you get exposed to so many different stories, even if they're fiction, just someone's, first off, that was in somebody's brain, which kind of surprises me how people can do that. But then also just, you know, World War II stories or America coming through the ages. And I mean, I'm a huge reader. Me too. I read, 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 read. We should start a book club. Book club it is. I love book clubs. We'll just trade books. Yes. And would you like to have red wine, white wine, or beer? D. All the above. You are copying me and we might get kicked out. (laughs) I'll do a seltzer vodka. Oh, that that works. So still D. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what would you like to leave our listeners and Polk State students with? I would like to encourage everybody to be a really good human being, even when nobody's looking. That tends to be my line. You'll hear me say that a lot. You pick up the trash, you help the elderly, you share a smile, you focus on positive things, and you have a heart of gratitude. I believe that if we all can do that, that we can change our culture and our mindset. We can become thankful and uplifting. And with that as our goal, our school, and I say our, because I'm an alum, our city, our state, and our country can be changed. That's awesome. I remember that from your distinguished alum speech. So I'm glad that you you mentioned that. Thank you. VP in the house. Yeah, Woo-hoo! VP in the house. Yeah, it's so hard. It's like so many people, it, it's, it seems like everyone is, there's a little bit of like unkindness or everyone's like struggling. So the breath of fresh air when you get someone who just even smiles at you, yeah. like simple things I think people don't realize in our fast paced world. It's just take a breath, be nice and be a good human. Yeah, yes. I have to mention when I walked into our spot today, this was here on the couch. It says to whomever. And I was a little nervous to open it, but when I did... So you're opening a little blue note. Yes, it says, I hope your day is as amazing as you are. Are you serious? And that was a little bit of kindness in my day. So I left it here because I wanted Leah to open it too and have the same experience. But now Polkast gets to have that. That is awesome. Hey, maybe we'll start a trend. Everybody leave a little note for somebody else. I love it. I love it. We could be trendsetters. Yes, you already were. Well, thank you. Hopefully it was a good trend. 
multiple. Okay. The flute, printing. There you go. <laughs> now Little Blue Notes. Now Little Blue Notes. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on. It was really great having you here. Thank you. I loved having this interview and I loved sharing it with you guys. Of course, you know, I have huge heartfelt thanks for you both. And I think you do an outstanding job and special cred too to our editor and to the recorder for this podcast. Whoop, 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 whoop. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. You're a beautiful person. Aw. Aw. Cool. I think that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to podcast. We've had some fun, but nothing this good can last. If you want some more, make sure you visit our website at folk.edu slash folkcast. That is our website.